Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another special Metronome's Christmas episode, the new title that I gave the show for this new season. Uh, for us music studio people who know this terminology, kind of a, you know, double entendre, uh, Metronome is, of course, the click track that keeps you on time with the music and the beat when you're doing studio recording. But also, just for play on words, you know, gnomes are those funny little fantasy characters that certain people keep in their gardens. Uh, so I decided to refer to us like gnomes, just having fun with the music. So anyway, not an ingenious title. I think it's kind of cheesy, but we'll see if it sticks. <laughs> I'm so... I probably might not be able to talk too much today because I'm so excited to have Nina Schofield. Probably my favorite guest on the show as of current. Um, she's become my standard, like, whenever I share the show with anybody, I'm like, this is the standard. Go to Nina's episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Nina, so glad to have you back. How you been doing? I have been doing really well, given the circumstances, but it's so nice to talk to you again. And we were just saying before we started this, it's been ages, hasn't it? So it's just so nice to catch up and talk music again. <laughs> Far too long. First, I got to brag on you a little bit. I know 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody, but for you especially, I got to applaud you. I mean, you surpassed 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. You now got a video that's over a million views, and uh, you even put out some more music early in the, in the year. I gotta really applaud you for all the hard work you've done in spite of all the craziness. And how is it, how's it been like for you um, becoming a YouTube superstar on top of your singer, songwriter, and vocal training, you know, resume? Yeah, so it's been a weird kind of journey because when I started YouTube, I didn't really know what I was doing or where it was going and I just started it because I felt this passion. It was an idea I had to start doing YouTube um, because I watched other people's reactions and I thought, you know what, there's something that I'd like to do that I haven't seen other people do, which is dive a little bit more into the theory and analysing music and having the reaction side of it, but also just why is it so good and what's actually going on behind the scenes? Because I'm an artist myself and also a writer for other people, I just sort of thought, well, why don't I put that into YouTube? And as I say, I had no idea where it was going or what I was going to do with it, but I thought consistency is key. So I will just start by doing two videos a week and I'll see how it goes. And I did that for the first year. And then this year I upped it to three videos a week. And it was kind of the beginning of the year that I started to see the videos were going up um, a lot in views. And I think one of them went viral and from there it's just grown. Um, so I, I really don't know how it's happened. It just has, I can only guess that it's consistency and I suppose people connecting with the channel and hopefully with me uh you know I don't know <laughs> but uh yeah we'll see how it goes and then yeah I'm just trying to uh do my own music stuff on top of that so as you say like I write behind the scenes but um juggling my artistry has been the most difficult thing I've had to really uh change up how I do things with my time um, in order to get fully back into making music for myself. So that's been the main focus in the last uh, three to four months. And you'll see the beginnings of that at the beginning of next year. 
One more thing I can't forget. You even also started your own online merch store. Is that correct? I did. Yeah, I did. Plug that in for the people a little bit and and, and brag on that. Yeah, so it's teespring.com forward slash Nina Schofield. And it's a collection of designs that I did with Sophie Brampton, who did the artwork for My Life and The Gift, a couple of my singles. Yes. And um, she's just so good at listening to what I'm trying to make and then actually putting pen to paper and making it look good. So um, we put together these designs and then I've got mugs and phone cases and a cushion with me and the pug cushion that's on my channel. Probably makes no sense to anyone who's not seen my channel, but there is a pug cushion (laughs) and uh, people like it. They like it more than me. So I'm okay with that. I put it on the merch. Um, So yeah, that's what it is. Just a collection of fun, colorful, bright things that hopefully reflect me and happiness. Yes. I always love it when you have certain merch that will only appeal to like the major fans of your videos. So so definitely that's yeah. there's no weakness shown there. That's really yeah. really good fan service. Very um, specific. Yes. So um, before we get uh, started into the Christmas transition, what are your plans for the upcoming year uh, 2021? Are you going to be for- focusing on more music? Uh, you're hoping to get back into live gigs as soon as everything reopens? Or are you going to try to ride this YouTube superstar wave for as long as you can? I mean, hopefully all three. I've definitely got plans for my own music, as I say, um, even from just early on in the year. And uh, that's kind of all set up and ready to start rolling, which is cool. Um, Who knows when the live scene will get back? I mean, I was supposed to have a gig this weekend. Obviously, that's not going ahead. It's, It's just an ongoing thing. So as soon as I can, I'm out there. Um, and then with YouTube, I'm just going to try and keep up with the consistency and just keep building. It is a juggling act, but sometimes I do think, you know, is one thing going to have to give in order for the other thing to go as far as it can go? I don't know at this point, but I'm trying to give everything an even playing field at the moment. We'll see what happens in 2021. That's awesome. So... What is your relationship like with Christmas music? Do you love it? Do you hate it? It's a love-hate relationship. What's going on? Love, 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 love. I love it so much. I start listening way too early, way too early. And my boyfriend's like, what are you doing? It's not Christmas yet. Turn that off. So (laughs) this is perfect for me. I'm really excited about this. So you're definitely similar to me and my wife then because I noticed the same time frame, like I already told you, that you start building your Christmas tree is around the same time she starts. So... So pretty much, I would say, maybe make the argument for you don't mind a little Christmas music sprinkled throughout the year? Yeah, you know, some, you know, there's nothing wrong with just singing a song that's uplifting. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's March or June or July. Do you know what I mean? If it's a fun song, why not sing it? Sometimes they're Christmas songs. Go for it. <laughs> and I mean, if you really think about it from a behind-the-scenes perspective... Most people who put out Christmas projects, they either come out either October or November, but they must have been recording it much earlier in the year. So Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, I was thinking about Mariah's Christmas special. She must have been working on that since the beginning of the year and getting that in order. And I mean, I suppose actually for Mariah, it's okay because she is literally the queen of Christmas. And so she gets like a, a free pass with that. But yeah, maybe for someone else, you're absolutely right. It is a, a year round thing, really. Yeah, that's awesome. Usually how I do it for Christmas is instead of the typical song against another song, um, this time it's 
the same song but covered by two different artists. So how we're going to do it on round number one is, I believe, first up, we got Perry Como with Jingle Bells. Now, I was having this discussion, I think, last night or the night before. I don't know if you agree or not. Probably Mariah Carey into that mix. I don't think anyone strikes Christmas nostalgia more than Perry Como, Nat King Cole, and I believe Bing Crosby. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. You know, a little bit of the old school and then, yeah, you know, Mariah sort of, I guess it depends on the generation, but you always grow up with certain songs, don't you? And they are the classics. It really does. So anyway, let's get into the first selection. Perry Como with Jingle Bells. Here we go. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. Fortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank, and we we got upside. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. The ground is white. Go it while you're young. Take the girls tonight and sing the sleighing song. Just get a bobtailed nag to 40 for his speed. Then hitch him to an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. That was such a really, really cute version. I think pretty much a standard up to this point. Um, that the kids usually get used to when they're growing up. But anyway, that's going to be compared against the Yolanda Adams version. So here we go. Jingle 
tell that sent some chills up and down your spine um as a matter of fact let me switch this up i'm gonna give you the floor first on your comments on these two versions Oof. okay well i mean that was such an amazing arrangement that just shows you what great musicianship can do i mean the song is jingle bells it's a great song don't get me wrong it's a classic but in actual fact both of them they did different kinds of arrangements, different things with the vocals. That was like a super jazz, like, let's put every chord under the sun in there and make it sound amazing type version. That was really impressive. That's the kind of thing that you'd see live and be floored by. You go, whoa. And then on the flip side, you've got the sort of almost 1940s Disney-ish sounding version. Do you know what I mean? Also makes you feel amazing, but for different reasons. That Yolanda version's like, I've got the shivers because the musicianship is outstanding. And then, you know, you just have this sort of classic crooner, oh, this is proper Christmas type version. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, the Perry Como version to me sounds like kind of jam that you know when a Disney movie's starting and yeah. uh, Mickey is dancing with the whole... Yeah. 
<laughs> ship yes, wheel. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like to me. Which version did you prefer, or did you love both? Oh, that is so difficult. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. Yolanda, just because it's something fresh and it sort of reignited. I'm sure you saw just over <laughs> this video call how much I was like, whoa, whoa. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. What about you? Yeah, for me, Jingle Bells, because of how cute and very basic and standardized it's become, there's not a lot of people I've seen really do anything transformative with it. And i got to definitely give applause to Yolanda vocally you know from a music perspective it it gave you chills that you never knew a song like jingle bells could give you so based on that i gotta agree with you and give it to yolanda so uh that's unanimous on the first round we're gonna get into round number two or numero dos as we could say in spanish that would be sleigh ride by bing crosby Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. Riding in a wonderland of snow Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand Just holding your hand We're gliding along with a song of a weathery fairyland Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy cozy are we We're snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireplace where we watch the chestnuts pop. Pop, pop, pop. There's a happy feeling nothing in the world can buy. When they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie. It'll nearly be like a picture print by Courier and Ives. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. I just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, jingling, too. Jing, jing, jing. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. All right, so that was Sleigh Ride by Bing Crosby going up against the Reliant K version. Here we go. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling, too. 
Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside, the snow is falling, and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together. Crosby version. Before I get into my commentary on these two covers of Slay Ride, I gotta say a parallel I noticed between the first and the second round is it's almost comparing the very traditional standard version, where it's almost like a cute little grandpa gets together with the grandkids around the fireplace having a good time. But I feel like Yolanda and Reliant K had a crazy good time. <laughs> the other thing I noticed with Reliant K version is that it's almost like they kept surprising you and kept teasing you. Uh, so the way it starts, it's almost like, okay, we're just going to give you a slow, 
acoustical ballad, very soft version of Sleigh Ride. Then it's like, no, we're just going to jingle it up a little bit. Okay, let's bring some guitars in. Okay, we're done teasing you. Now we're just going to go straight pop punk for the rest of the show. Yeah, where did that come from? (laughs) Exactly. And it really wakes you up. Like, even the way he just really kicks into pop punk gear, it, it was really, really cool. Again, Bing Crosby's version was just as safe as Perry Como's version. For me, it's very hard to differentiate between Bing Crosby and Perry Como. As much as I love them both as legends, they're very contemporary, uh, per se, when you study their discography. Again, as cute as Bing Crosby's version was, I don't think it holds a candle to Reliant K's version. What about you, Nina? Mm, It's a really interesting one, because you're so right. When the Reliant K one started, I thought, oh, we're just going to get some kind of free time, soft... Gorgeous vocals, you know, pretty version of this song. But boy, was I wrong about that. I have never heard that before. And that took me places. I was like, oh, and now we're here. And now we're here. And now we're here. Okay. Okay. So I think for pure entertainment value, that one is the winner. However, I cannot, I I can't let Bing Crosby not have a kind of a say-so in here because that's the song that almost makes Christmas for me, that version. You hear it in movies, adverts, it's like, oh, that's that's Christmas. So as much as I agree with you on the fact that we had this incredible version that pushed our listening to new heights, I actually think I'm going to go with our traditional version of that song. I'm going to say that Bing's wins. Nice, nice. Sticking the traditional route there. I like it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no denying how much impact that version has had over the course of Christmas history. So I'm not going to deny you on that vote. It's just my traditional side coming out, you know? (laughs) 100%. So on this final version, we're going to actually get into a little Spanglish Spanish world. And we're going to be starting with probably the the softest we've gotten on the show we've been happy giddy the whole time now we're just gonna you know ease things down a bit uh this is mary j blige and mark anthony with noche de paz silent night the spanglish version here we go Oh, 
Noche de Paz, Silent Night by Mary J. Blige and Mark Anthony. Now, instead of Spanglish, we're just going to get onto a full-on Spanish version by Fifth Harmony. Here we go. De Paz, the fully Spanish version by Fifth Harmony, up against the Spanglish duet version by Mary J. Blige and Mark Anthony. I just realized this now, completely unintentional, but all our selections for today rounded off at about the three minute mark, so short and sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I know this is a very divisive question, but are you part of the crowd that says Mary J. Blige can sing or cannot sing? Oh, definitely can sing. I've never even heard of... There's two, There's a crowd that says she can't? Yes. 
literally never i must have been living under a rock because i've never heard that before okay interesting well yeah no definitely can are you, are you in that camp i'm in between but before we get into that i gotta say their version was i guess a similar comment to like what i made with the demi lovato and the christina aguilera duet i felt like they were fighting each other for better reasons I think Mark Anthony and Mary J. Blige were fighting each other for lesser, like, not really so good reasons. Um, the production kind of felt a little like it was trying too hard to be different. And Silent Night, first of all, is one of those melodies that you really can't go wrong with in any language. But I kind of feel like it's one of those songs that you really don't do much to. It's The melody in itself is just super timeless you like gotta keep it soft. To try to liven it up is really risky one way or the other. Um, so Fifth Harmony, I, I felt like, stayed true to that spirit a lot more. I think it was a much more obviously beautiful blend of vocals. I, as good as individually as Mark Anthony and Mary J. Blige are, I don't think they mesh as well together. So I'm going to have to give it to Fifth Harmony. What about you? Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, the thing with this song is it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. So I'm quite picky. So I'd actually say that neither of those versions are my favorites. What I would say is that I, as soon as the Fifth Harmony version started, I thought, right, this is more kind of down my street. But what I possibly wanted from it that I didn't have was a some kind of dynamic change towards the end. I feel like we didn't quite reach that push that it needed just to like give you the shivers. So that's what I missed from that. I would choose the Fifth Harmony version because I agree that there, I don't know if the sort of Spanish guitar necessarily works within Silent Night. I mean, I guess it's just a stylistic choice, isn't it? Some people would say it does and some people would say it doesn't. I'm probably in the camp that would say the same thing as you, keep it simple, the melody does the job. But just make sure that the dynamics reach their full potential so that when people are listening to it, they get that oh moment towards the end. And I don't feel like I got that in either of them, but I would pick the Fifth Harmony version if I had to. Right. I, for me, Fifth Harmony version felt like it was almost like that special they did where they just have like an acoustic set for their fans. It's not really a version that you constantly go back and replay it's more yeah. like just safe, let's do it for the fans type of thing. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So, hmm. I, I guess we're unanimously in agreement, but I would say maybe for slightly different reasons. But yeah, there are way, way better versions of Silent Night that, that are definitely out there. So, Nina, coming into the close here, how much fun have you had on your first Christmas experience with me? And what do you have planned for Christmas and New Year's? I've had so much fun today. I love listening to Christmas music and you've introduced me to some new versions of songs that are classics for me. So I'm very grateful for that. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, thank you for having me on the show again. Uh, yeah, Christmas this year for me is very different because we're only allowed in the UK to spend it with a certain number of people. Um, so we are going to Devon, my boyfriend and I, to see his uh, mum and spend it there so hopefully that will be nice and we can just have a chilled out christmas um she's got a, a real working fireplace it's very kind of movie christmas like so i'm gonna go there and chill out and just eat and be merry and sing how about you oh for me i think we might just have a couple guests over similar to you um 
We don't really have any plans for New Year's yet. So we're just going to see how it plays out. But just a simple family time. I really, like I said, my, my wife knocked it out of the park with how gorgeous the Christmas tree is this year. So yeah. he, even if we don't have any guests, just the fact that we have a beautiful looking apartment is more than enough for me. That's the thing though, isn't it? If you've got those decorations around you, then you're in the spirit. You're all set. See you for the new year. Have an awesome Christmas and, ha and happy new year. And thank you so much for coming back. One more time, let the people know where they can find you, your online merch store, and all that jazz. Sure. So you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Nina Schofield. All or most of my social medias are Nina underscore Schofield at Nina underscore Schofield. Or you can go on my website, ninascofield.com. Uh, or just Google, I suppose. You could just Google me. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. And it was such fun doing this today. And I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Nina. You guys enjoy the music. Take care. Peace out.